just watching her feed my dog or drink, like give my dog water. I'm <laughs> watching her drink my dog. <laughs> drink my dog. <laughs> hey girl, you want to drink my dog? <laughs> what? That's how I lock. That's how I lock that down. <laughs> hey girl. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Oh, my God. So many. Oh. Welcome, welcome to Stab here at 1710 Broadway, uh, Sacramento, California, 95818. Do I mess that up all the time? One no, more. you got it. No. One, I got it. One eight's you wanna, yeah. Okay, you want to mail us something? Uh, we're here every Friday, uh, you know, whenever. Uh, we do this show at 10 o'clock, but who's listening? Uh, we're also proud to announce we're on Spotify now, so you can check us out on Spotify. Go back and listen to all of our episodes. We might get like three cents for each one. Who knows? We haven't figured that out yet. Uh, no, no, there's totally not more people on stage than in the crowd. <laughs> it's about an equal amount if you count the dog. <laughs> so we're, this is uh, four people on stage, three people and a dog in the crowd. We can play a half-court game of basketball if we want. If we care to. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Stab. Hey. Everyone. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hey, Bill. Hey. Would you like to meet your contestants? <laughs> Bill Wallace. <laughs> Let's hear it for Bill Wallace. Yeah. Ruby Setnick. Yeah. Jesse Jones. <laughs> I'm your host, John Morris Ross IV. No, that's all. Ruby. Yeah. We're skipping over Bill. Good, good choice. You know. Yeah. He's been here before. Mm-hmm. You may be the youngest contestant we've ever had. Mm. Oh, good, good for me. Eighteen. And how many months? No, I, I am this 18. Sound, this sounds very creepy. <laughs> like, it does. How old are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> 18. When you, when's your birthday? November 9th. November 9th. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it'll uh, be 9, 19. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Benton might have, when Benton was on first, oh. he might have been a little young. It's hard to say. Well, sorry to take that. Sorry to immediately yeah, take that away from you. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I, you know, <laughs> I'm much cuter than Ben. You're so. way smarter uh, than Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Benton's cute as a button. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so now I, it uh, is creepy. Yeah, I, uh, that's true. That's fair. I got married when I was nineteen. Oh, I did. Married when I was nineteen uh, because I wanted to have sex before Jesus came back. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Christ is gonna return. I uh, better get my nut off at least once or twice, <laughs> maritally. <laughs> I'm not married, but sometimes I forget to stop sleeping with someone. And <laughs> <laughs> I never had premarital sex, so I don't know. I can't relate to what you're talking about. That's a lie. Well, thank you. So I'm sorry. We didn't need to make it about that. How, how, how are your classes going? I don't know what questions. Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm not in it. school. 
All right, cool. <laughs> cool. Bill, you know what? I'll come back to you. Okay. Bill, <laughs> did you know you're the oldest person we've ever had on the show? <laughs> I, would, I would believe that. So old. How old are, how old are you, Bill? I'm 76 years 76? old. 76? <laughs> wow. You look... You look about right. Looks about right. I took a medi lift here. <laughs> <laughs> this was on the way to the. Yeah. On the way to sign your D- D- DNR. You were in the middle of signing your DNR, and I was like, "Hey, was Bill, tra- you want to do something for your last make a wish?" To, I was trying to call AOL to see what was going. <laughs> well, Bill, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, check out Bill at Sack Dabber on Instagram. Sacramento, but yeah. At sac, at, he's not a sack dabber. He's a Sacramento. <laughs> da- at Sacramento. The sack dabber. dabber is also mine. It's just different. It's a, another thing. So, <laughs> at, you know what? Follow his dog's Instagram. Instaham, <laughs> at Instaham. Uh, Ruby, do you have anything? Do you have social media? Do I have any dogs on Instagram? Do you have any dogs on Instagram? Do I do have social media. Do you yeah. want to plug that? Okay. Um, my Instagram is Soupy Retinas. Soupy retinas. Soupy retinas. Okay. Like describing retinas as soupy. As soupy. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Thank, well, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Jesse. Yeah. How you doing? Mm, all right. Yeah. You seemed a little grumpy at work today. Yeah. No. You know. Right. <laughs> we work together. We see each other way too much. Ugh, uh, God damn it. Yeah. You guys, uh, let's play stab. <laughs> It's over. There we go. Uh, this first segment's called Reorganization. Uh, please take this acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Um, in, in recognition of it being the biggest slut-shaming, cock-blocking holiday of the year, International Day of No Prostitution, uh, today's acronym is HANDS. H-A-N-D-S. It is the International Day of No Prostitution. Just in case you guys... We're thinking about getting a prostitute later. <laughs> no. Hands. Uh, Bill, what is hands? What do hands mean to you? I, uh, I, I'm i not going to lie. I did not read the whole prompt. I just read the hands part. So oh. that was cool finding out the, about the prostitute <laughs> thing like a couple <laughs> seconds ago. I feel like that's probably not observed. So I, I could just, I would imagine, yeah. by most. Um <laughs> I made hands stand for ham and noodle, delicious soups. Ham and noodles, delicious soups. Ham, ham and noodle, delicious soups. It's <laughs> <laughs> even in the style of like a, like a commercial. I guess. Okay. All right. George Ham here, uh, <laughs> co-founder of Ham and Noodle Delicious Soups. I'm here with my co-founder, Larry Noodle. And I've been receiving a lot of uh, harshly worded emails lately about the fact that our soups do not, in fact, contain ha- both ham and noodles. Uh, <laughs> I assure you, uh, it is a company that makes many different kinds of soups. <laughs> and the company is called Ham and Noodle Delicious Soups. Based off of our names, like I stated previously, my name is George Ham. This is my co-founder, Larry Noodle. Uh, the death threats that I have been getting, that I have been receiving on a daily basis, have just been... Anyway, um, 
For the people that insist that we introduce a ham and noodle soup to our line, I just want to assure you that we are working on it. (laughs) (laughs) But it takes a while. It takes a long time for a company to create a new recipe, make a large batch of it, package it, market it. Just, anyway. (laughs) Ham and noodle delicious soup. Sorry for the confusion. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Bill. Well, let's hear it for Bill. That's really good. Ruby. Yeah. <clears throat> what does hands mean to you? Hero animals negotiate dick sales. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you tired of human pimps? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the only problem with pimps is the fact that they're human? Do you wish that a sentient horse, goldfish, or possibly even large ant could pimp you the fuck out? <laughs> Well, Hans is here for you, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Not only has Hans developed the only technology known to man that grants animal, animals the ability to talk, they've also taken it a step further and developed the only technology known to man that grants animals the ability to be your pimp. <laughs> the obvious next step. Here's a direct quote from one of our recent experiments. Ho-ass bitch thinks I'm a turtle. <laughs> I'm a tortoise, obviously. <laughs> Notice the specific coloring and shapes on my outer shell, ho-ass bitch. <laughs> Hands. Hero animals negotiate dick sales. Your penis is much bigger than your fish pimp. Our slogan. <laughs> and also a sentence I hope never to say again. <laughs> Very good, Ruby. Strong start, strong start. Jesse Jones, mm-hmm. follow that. <laughs> Hands. We'll see. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to trip over this so much because <clears throat> I like writing things that are impossible even for me to read. <laughs> hey, quiet on up and get to quitting all that chat mouth, huh? <laughs> Your coach called me in from out from there to talk to you about getting over with going and not winning. <laughs> now, ain't no big league chew, sissy ball, cheer him up, what's it, or nothing. Your coach just heard me yelling at a squirrel in the parking lot and thought my message would help use no goodly quit babies. So I'll tell you the same thing I told that squirrel out there, what couldn't not almost quite reach the nut it done dropped in the storm drain thing, huh? I said, squirrel! Yeah, talking to you, fuzzbutt, with weird little four-finger human hands. Hey, always never don't stop. <laughs> It looks bad. Yeah, it probably looks bad. It definitely looks bad. But you know what? Only them what didn't never not give up (laughs) was the ones who went and didn't even ever not lose. (laughs) Know what I'm saying? You give up now, you ain't got no right to expect to not give up then. Look at me, guy like me. (laughs) You think I ain't never not had no kind of unadversity type obstacle obstructions? Just pop up and get all up in the way of me? Yeah, maybe think again then, huh? If you've gone through this life, which you probably had, you got your face kicked in the teeth one or two times by some circumstances, what made you feel like stopping wasn't only the best only option, but the only best one too. But when life goes ahead and gives you lemonade, you gotta not stop to wonder why life done did all the work for you already. 
and just drink a tall glass of unstoppability. <laughs> if you think you already don't never got no anyways to make better what's in front of you, you're right. <laughs> if you don't think that, you're right too. <laughs> so go on and remember, hey, always don't never, <laughs> always never don't stop. <laughs> Because whoever don't never stop last is always the one who weren't the one stopped then, huh? <laughs> and if you don't know, not always not forget to remember that, then you might not have nothing to not worry about worrying about. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so dumb and difficult. That was great. <laughs> I feel like I was hearing a different language. It was yeah. very... It was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> pretty much. I right now? Very good. Uh, this next segment uh, is called the top three Google <laughs> top three Google Google searches of Google. the Google Google searches. Uh, please have composed the top three Google searches from the perspective of the following: the FBI. That's right. If the FBI were allowed to search Google, <laughs> what do you think its top three searches would be? <laughs> One at a time. We'll start with you, Bill. Uh, how can I get my boss fired? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Ruby. Your first of three? Uh, my first of three? Yeah, we'll do one at a time. Um, that won't work for mine. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll uh, Bill, how about all three of yours? <laughs> okay, that works, yeah. I was, you know, okay, cool. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, why don't we, anyway. Um, yeah. You know, just the way we've always done it. How can, <laughs> how, can I get my, <laughs> how can I get my boss fired? Uh, and then the next one is, I work for the president. <laughs> And then the next one is, what is an amendment? <laughs> <laughs> Spelled like that. Amend. 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 Amendment. Amendment. <laughs> Ruby, what's your three that have to work in a row? <laughs> it's the 1920s. <laughs> oh, all right. And the FBI is just a ragtag team of well-dressed, move-talking, finger-banging 16-year-olds. <laughs> All the parents of whom have died of the world's two current deadliest ailments, chlamydia and not enough napkins. <laughs> Suddenly, a government spaceship from the future ascends upon their headquarters, which so happens to be the world's first parking lot. They didn't bring the cure for chlamydia, or any napkins for that matter, but they sure did bring a wireless AT&T internet router. The FBI's top three Google searches were as follows, starting at number three. <laughs> how to read a woman's body language when you don't know how to read. The second being, how to impress a woman when you're illiterate, riddled with chlamydia, and have already killed her because she knows too much. Not about your government job, just in general. And number one, Google search of the 1940s FBI was, what's going on with Kanye? <laughs> Very good, yeah. yeah. Good. Maybe we'll change the format. That, that really wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. No. <laughs> right. the, way, the way it was set up. That was good. Have to I reset that every time? I wasn't clear. I wasn't, to be fair, I wasn't clear, really. It was good. Yeah. Now we have to go back to how we regularly do it. This is just going to sound <laughs> dumb now. All right. Just your top three. Uh, I enjoy my first one even more uh, just based on the composition of the crowd. <laughs> so first People one. and dogs. Yes. <laughs> uh, first Google search from the FBI. Please keep that in mind. <laughs> Is it still not cool to use the term spook? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the FBI would... FBI is spook. Wow. That's right, yeah. 
close to Halloween. Everyone relax. Yeah. No, I still like it. Um, <laughs> it's an honest question, is it not? Um, number two. What's the difference between me and the CIA? <laughs> And my third. It's fair. Do I have to throw away my female body inspector t-shirts now because all this <laughs> Me Too shit? <laughs> Very good. And we're done with that segment. <laughs> That's the response I wanted. All right. <laughs> this third segment is called This Was Today Once. Bill Wallace. On this date, 1921, American football player and coach Bill Willis was born. <laughs> I was really proud of that when I found it. <laughs> uh, also on this very date, 1982, Tylenol products are recalled after several bottles in Chicago are found to have been laced with cyanide, resulting in seven deaths. Uh, How do you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Uh I just want to. I want to mention two things before I get started on this <laughs> on this answer. I just want to mention that I canceled last week. I was supposed to do this show last week. Right. I canceled last week. Ended up being here this week, and that just so happened to be the day Bill that Willis. Bill Willis was born. Well, that's right. In tw- twenty whatever it is. Also, I this is the first time that I've ever actually been able to hear a cricket while I'm. It's <laughs> 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 never. Is there? Do you hear a cricket? Never happened oh, yeah. before. Yeah. Anyway, um, this, it's a very full... They're just super attentive, this crowd. It's just super full, and, and they just want to... Okay. <clears throat> I chose to celebrate by looking up other people with names similar to my own. Seven, to be specific. First, there's the most famous Bill Wallace ever, William Wallace, the fierce defender of Scotland in the First War of Scottish Independence, who was portrayed by the questionably great Mel Gibson <laughs> in the 1995 hit film Braveheart. Up next is Bill Wallace, same spelling as mine, actually. Um, a, uh, a British uh, actor and comedian who was born in 1936. He died in 2013. It can't all be comedy. Um, <laughs> next up is my personal favorite, uh, William... Su- oh, my phone says Superfood, but he goes by Bill Superfoot Wallace, not Superfood. <laughs> Bill Superfoot Wallace is a professional martial artist and champion kickboxer who, fun fact if you know who Freddie Jr. is, which I believe most people in this room do, uh, he looks just like a super fit Freddie Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. If you don't know who Freddie Jr. is, just look up Bill Superfoot Wallace and imagine a less fit version of him. <laughs> and that's Freddie Jr. Um, Fourth is Bill Wallace, American author of children's books who became inspired by the children he taught as an elementary school teacher to quit teaching and do something else. Um, <laughs> there's also a Canadian bass player named Bill Wallace who played in a band called the Gettysburg Address. Fun fact about Canada, the Gettysburg Address has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> up six, William Wolbert, which I understand is not super close to my name, uh, but he played Detective Willie Walrus in... <laughs> In the movie Willie Walrus, Detective, <laughs> in 1914, I believe. Um, last up is Wally Walrus, a fictional cartoon character from the 1950s. Thank you very much. <laughs> very good, Bill. Very, very good. Very good. Nothing there about uh, Tylenol or cyanide. <laughs> well, there were seven, seven, seven of them seven. For, oh, for every I death. Gotcha. Okay. One for every death. I, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm it's sorry. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Ruby, on this date, 578, Justin II 
Byzantine emperor uh, died. Uh, also on this very date, 1947, just a few years later, uh, in the first televised Oval Office address, President Truman asks Americans to reduce their consumption of grain mm -hmm. in order to help starving Europeans. Yep. How'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? I am a good American citizen. That's why this morning when I woke up, I immediately went to the closest Raleigh's and bought as much bulk grain as $170.52 can buy. That's my entire savings. <laughs> I, naturally, proceeded to throw grain unsolicited every European man, woman, <laughs> child, and novel I could get my eyes on. <clears throat> of course, all the while I was screaming, long live the emperor, because of that emperor guy who died today. The Sacramento police got so mad at me, they banned me from grain and white people. <laughs> so if you see me solemnly eating gluten-free bread in Oak Park, that's why. <laughs> Very good. There's a lot of white people there, though. <laughs> Gentrification. Gentrification. See? Don't like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very good, Ruby. <laughs> oh, Jesse Jones. On this date, 1945, a six-month strike by Hollywood set decorators turns into a bloody riot at the gates of Warner Brothers Studio. Uh, also on this very date, 2011, American businessman and co-founder of Apple Incorporated and Pixar, Steve Jobs, died. Uh, how'd you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, in honor of these two events, this morning I woke up and gathered all of my toys. I do say gathered them, not retrieved them from some boxes in a closet or storage shed, as they were all at the ready and just needed to be collected from last night's rousing battle at Fort Pillow Fort, in which stuffed... Plastic and metallic alike fought side by side for the freedom of imagination and ultimately learned an important lesson about humanity, magical, magical horsity, and transforming robotity. <laughs> I then lined them all up at the edge of the driveway and demanded they sing me a rousing, Oscar-worthy ditty about the power of friendship and how it will always triumph over whatever adversity may come an individual's way or a stirring song about loneliness, abandonment, and longing for someone who has outgrown you and never truly understood how much they meant to you in the first place. And what did I get? Fucking silence. I asked again, this time more firmly, and again, nothing. And then I could smell it. The putrid stench of bottom-feeding, low-life, labor-organizing filth. <laughs> I wanted to throw up, like a Care Bear stare, but... <laughs> but not out of my tummy, out of my mouth, and with vomit instead of funshine. I retrieved my SWAT playset riot shield and plastic baton, and banging it forcefully and rhythmically, I offered them one final opportunity to perform as my imagination assured me they were fully capable of, only to be denied yet a third time. What could I do, John? What choice did they leave me? What could I do but turn the hose on them? What choice did they give me? <laughs> the torrential gush of water followed by the sickening sound of plastic on concrete clattering, clattering. I'm not a monster, John. They brought it upon themselves, but I'll go to my grave with that sound echoing in my ears and the sight of glowworm guts everywhere. <laughs> And yes, that's technically just a pile of C batteries, but I know what they really are. <laughs> I've broken these toys many times before, John. Whether through roughhousing, horseplay, 
even tomfoolery. <laughs> but I don't think things will ever be the same again. This time, my toys broke me by making me break them. <laughs> and I don't know that we'll ever be able to put these pieces together again, especially since I burned them all in a pile as an example to my video games, which I gathered around and made watch. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was the third segment. This was today once. Which brings us to our fourth of five segments, and then you guys will be able to go. <laughs> if you want. Or we could hang. I don't know. All right. Uh, this next segment's called Department of Tourism. Uh, congrats. Congrats, everyone. Uh, you've all just be hired, been hired as the new tourism directors of the following places to make us want to come there and visit or live. Bill Wallace. Illuminatington. Illuminatington. Take us to Illuminatington. <clears throat> okay. Welcome to Illuminatington. It doesn't exist, but we're happy to let everybody continue believing that it does so we can carry on, you know, not lurking in the shadows, <laughs> ruling everything and everyone from behind an invisible veil of heavily trained, highly sophisticated, deadly spies placed strategically throughout world governments and corporations to destabilize whole economic structures and siphon off their money. <laughs> <laughs> while simultaneously influencing the people of the world through media and propaganda to do our bidding as we sit in our mansions and masturbate. You know, like with no internet, that kind of masturbate, like no, <laughs> no internet, no magazines, no pictures of any kind, just the pure power of it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's a cool fountain in the town square that 100% does not suck homeless people into it late, late at night to turn them into mindless brainwashed servants to the all-seeing eye. I mean, there are two outlet malls. <laughs> so come on down to Illuminatington. You don't really have much of a choice. <laughs> Very good, Bill. Illuminatington. <clears throat> Ruby, uh, this place, take us to Nondescriptotopia. Nondescriptotopia. Yep, you sent it to me. <laughs> yeah. Does this ever happen to you? Your wife, family, and friends each have unique, poignant personalities. The world is an ever-evolving, constantly expanding conglomerate of interchangeable and at times the noble parts of unimaginable history, beauty, and specificity. We'll suffer no longer. <laughs> Come to Nondescriptopia. It has the cult-like quality and comfort of inherent sameness without the cult-like quality of having to have sex with your dad. <laughs> Here's a direct customer quote. You know that feeling when your Tinder date is showing you her rock collection and telling you which ones align with which soul chakras and you're just smiling and nodding because they all just look like fucking rocks to you? Well, in Nondescriptopia, all the rocks actually look exactly the same. And all the women look exactly like rocks. Which is best case scenario, really. Um, I guess, actually, the real problem is my inexplicable sexual attraction to rocks. <laughs> you know what? I need a therapist. That was Tom. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. Jesse, take us to mm -hmm. Fingerington. <laughs> Fingerington. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Clyde. Welcome yourself to Fingerington. Why don't you slide on in and poke around a spell? You need anything to spice up your pad or jazz up your abode? Just visit the power cord. 
for all your home improvement needs. If you're even going to be in town for more than a cool breeze, make sure to peep the cuckoo grandeur of Rachmaninoff's span, the widest, most tantalizing gap in all of Fingerington. <laughs> and lest we forget Fingerington's world-famous music academy, where you can learn to tickle them ivories and wail, man, wail. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You weren't expecting something else, were you? Ha <laughs> ha! That's all right, cat. We get that all the time, Jake. <laughs> you see, you took yourself a wrong turn at Five Knuckles Shuffletopia. <laughs> you hung a Louie and hit Fingerington when you apparently meant to hitch a Roscoe on over to Fingerbang, Sylvania. <laughs> the two towns got a lot in common, though. It's all about pressure, precision, and making sweet, sweet music. And in both places, it's important that you wash out your spiff valve when it gets all sticky. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Oh, wrong one. Very good. Flip a pie. <laughs> Danny going to flip a pie. <laughs> right. That brings us to our last segment uh, called Vows to an Asshole. Uh, Vows to an Asshole. Um... Congrats again, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's finally your wedding day. Uh, now let's hear those vows to the asshole you decided to spend your life with. Uh, Bill Wallace, uh, let's hear the vows uh, to the Facebook police. <laughs> hey there, Facebook police. I, uh, I honestly can't believe we're here right now. I mean, I always knew we would be in my heart. <laughs> but well, you know what I mean. You know, you and I haven't exactly always had as strong of a relationship as we do right now. I used to use your platform to call people ignorant cunts on a daily basis. <laughs> you almost seem to egg it on at times. And let's be honest, anybody that knows me knows how I feel about police in general. <laughs> and those times you wouldn't talk to me. At first for 24 hours for telling Harriet Granger, age 68 from Wilburn, Iowa, to go shove her Make America Great Again hat up her old dried-up cooter. <laughs> and then for seven days, when I told Ted Sheffield, father of five of Westchester, Pennsylvania, that he looked like a rejected current-day Ron Jeremy impersonator, minus the monster hog. <laughs> then, that, then that last one. 30 days for sharing my friend's picture of him in that V-shaped one-piece like the one from Borat. <laughs> Just because one of his nuts was kind of poking out. <laughs> That shit was super funny. But I think you know that now. No, I know you know that now. Which is why I know I'm ready to spend the rest of my life with you. Or at least until I wise up and delete my account in a few months stops. <laughs> Very good, Bill. Very good. That was beautiful. <laughs> Ruby. Yeah. You'll be marrying uh, that toilet that doesn't flush well enough the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, before the music, John, before the music? Yes. Um, I just want to preface this one with a <laughs> quick story. <laughs> sure. Sometimes John sends you a three-page three page attachment with all the prompts on it, uh -huh. and he wants you to be clear that there are three pages, uh -huh. so much so that he prefaces the three pages by yes. saying, there are three pages. <laughs> Correct. You go through the first two pages, and you're like, good, I finished. <laughs> And then about 
an hour before you're going on, <laughs> your roommate is like, hey, what are you doing? Because you're talking in hushed voices in the corner of the kitchen, <laughs> practicing for the podcast about throwing grain at European people. Uh-huh. And your roommate is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to be on this. Po-. I'm like, I do. Com- have you ever heard of comedy? <laughs> I'm, <clears throat> I'm a comedian. I actually do comedy. I'm going to be on podcast, pod- comedy. <laughs> and... And my roommate was like, can, can I see the prompts? And I was like, yeah, sure, Mike, you're a nurse. This should be interesting. And he looks through all the prompts, and he goes, wow, yeah, that, that bathroom one seems really funny. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bathroom one? <laughs> so the following was written about 20 minutes before I came to When good. I told my mom... Go ahead with the music. When I told my mom I was going to marry a faulty Ikea toilet, she said, why can't you marry a nice Jewish toilet like I did? And aren't you glad that there isn't anything else written? (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good, very good. That was beautiful. I feel like we should have had the music during your explanation. (laughs) I feel quite a bit. All right. I do, because we've had people forget. <laughs> That's why I've had to put... There's three pages. Yep. That was the best things. owning of that that yeah. we've had, though. Yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you. Way better than Benton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dog-faced boy. <laughs> Adorable dog, though. Old, old dog-faced Benton. All right. Uh, Jesse, we're going to finish the show with uh, uh, a vow to an asshole. That asshole for you is going to be an ingrown hair. Mm-hmm. You know. I first met you at a sensitive time and place in my life. (laughs) I wasn't sure who I was anymore or what I wanted to be. I made an impulsive, somewhat rash decision. (laughs) Wanted to do something a little crazy, something a little naughty, even a little dangerous. I didn't know what I was doing when I took that razor into the shower with me that night. But I know if I hadn't, I never would have met you. My friends always tell me how irritating you are. How you just get under their skin. But they don't know the intimate connection we share. You've always blazed your own trail, carved your own path. Your philosophy's always been fit in where you get in. I wish I had your confidence. At first, I wanted nothing to do with you. I tried to pluck you out of my life, yank you from the deep-rooted hold you'd taken on me. But you were stubborn. You were an ever-present, constant, nagging pain in my balls. (laughs) But you grew on me, like I was afraid you would. Before long, you were all I could think about. I'd try to take my mind off you, only only to be reminded of you at the most surprising and embarrassing moments. And so I take you to have and to hold, to pick and to claw until that merciful day when I dig you out of my life and spend a weekend sprawled on the bathroom floor sobbing and oozing and cursing your name. (laughs) Then hook up with your even grosser and more painful brother, Ingrown Toenail. Very good. Uh, That is Stab, ladies and gentlemen. One more time. 
for all the contestants you saw this evening. Uh, Bill Wallace. Ruby Setnick. And Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more stabs, you know what? Go to fucking Spotify now. Don't even go to our website, stab 4 goldcom Stab the number 4gold.com. Do not go there. Go to stabcomedytheater.com uh, and check out our times. Come see the show every Friday at 10. Good night.